Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, so what day is it today? Today is a magical day filled with feelings and wonderment. Sensations. Radiant Zeus-like bolts Oof. of energy. Oof. As someone who regularly has lightning crotch, that so do I. <laughs> is a painful, painful picture to paint for the people who also understand. So if you get it, you get it. Like, never once in my life did I ever think that um, it's it's going to be to my benefit to know what it would feel like to have my vagina an asshole struck by lightning. But I do know. So hopefully that comes in handy someday. Oh, yeah. 
maybe for Fisting Friday. So uh, on this, if you're this the first time you're listening to our podcast or maybe you listened sporadically and you're like, how did I end up here? Uh, I will say that this is not the one to start with, but to give you a little bit of a rundown, maybe you want to listen and be like, okay, don't tell me what to do. I can't do whatever you want to do. Listen, join along. But for our podcast, But Am I Wrong?, we post stories for you to vote on who you think was wrong in each segment of each episode. So those are on Instagram, and we then on Fridays today, we read the results of the previous week. This is also the day, most likely, that I've uploaded the votes for yesterday's episode. So then you can vote and then come back next week on next Fisting Friday and hear us read the results from there. And sometimes people will also send messages in and respond about like their thoughts and feelings or if they were the writer or whatever to say how they feel. All right. So here we go. Me, Melissa, spring cleaning for friendships. 1% said I was wrong. 99% said I was not wrong. For that, I agree. How did the, how, how's it gone spring cleaning wise? Pretty good. Gotta say, keeping distance. Let them know I can't hang out. Mm-hmm. A Windex, an arm of Windex length uh-huh. distance. Yeah. Well, further than that. Yeah. I don't but know if they were to come, I would spray the Windex. Be gone. <laughs> spritz, spritz. <laughs> My hot take of the episode was give fondue the recognition it deserves. 17% said I was wrong, which jail all of you. Like, why? Why? What is the reason? said I was not wrong. Someone said that they just don't like fondue. And I was like, but the thing is with fondue, you can melt anything. Like literally anything. So you don't like food? It's called fondue, not fondant. Like you can literally, like it is purely a mechanism of dipping your food to either A, cook it or to sauce it. Sweet, savory, like, I just, I have a hard time believing that anyone who has the um, equipment to eat cheese does not like bread and cheese, cheese and crackers. Like, it's a, it's a delicious snack. All things that I, I dream about. I know, me too. But my almond cow, I'll drop the uh, link in the description better fucking to get uh, a discount i can make both cheese and crackers with it i haven't tried yet but i'm gonna figure it out it's all been trial and error and i've improved recipes and perfected a few and i'm really excited about continuing on my journey someone said yeah, chocolate fondue with fruit is one of my most luxe feeling safe foods. 10 out of 10 recommend. Without a doubt. Yes, yes, yes. And then someone else, top tier snack meal, I will invest. Megan, please design the pretty fondue pots we all deserve. I'm I'm ready for it. You're not wrong, but the only time I went to the melting pot, it was the most stressful time of my life because we went for my mom's birthday with 10 of us and I didn't know you only get two fondue burners and we all fought over what kind of fondue to get. See, that, that, that is, is valid. Yeah, and if it was more widespread, then you wouldn't have to fight. It'd be more peace. Everyone would have their own individual. Like, we have Uncrustables. You mean to tell me that we can't put a fondue pot in every home? Whoever came up with Uncrustables, 
Millionaire. Brilliant. Like, truly brilliant. For the most basic-ass shit that ever existed. Well, and it's, like, too... I, like, too capitalize off of and like i'm sure like trademark and sell at like a at an at a national level something that people have been doing at home all the time easily for forever is absolutely genius like it mm-hmm. was like it wasn't a hole in the market no because at all you can just cut the crusts off or people are doing it with like cookie cutters and all of that stuff. But they were like, no, no, no. We know that this is going to be so good and so visually appealing and just like look like this little soft little pocket that they knew that it could cr- crush. But also couldn't be further from the truth from being a soft little pocket because <laughs> if you warm it up in the microwave, the peanut butter gets too melty and the the jelly gets too hot and then they're like you know put it in your lunchbox and sometimes it will thaw by the time and sometimes it didn't so you didn't know what you were getting it was a surprise every time Oh yeah they're frozen yes they're frozen and the whole thing is like put it in your lunchbox and it'll be defrosted but the but the thing is how do you know my climate (laughs) how one you how do you know my climate but like if you just made the peanut butter and jelly at home, you wouldn't have to worry about it. Like, it's just so funny to me that, like, it was able to be this massive success. And, like, I'm not saying, like, rip off. How are people liking this? I go, no, because... No, I'm all about convenience. I totally get it. Like, it makes perfect fucking sense. But, like, you're paying more money to have less of the bread. Mm -hmm. Which I just think is hilarious. I bet they'd be good air fried. Yeah, or actually deep fry deep it too. Oh, well, that, yeah. without question. I just can't, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, I hate hot fruit. Um, But I do not like when it's not like an entirely like fruit-based thing. Like I love a pie, like I love a custard, but fruit, when it's very liquidy, it heats up faster That's than what I'm other, saying. yeah, so I'm like, so yeah. for me, like that is like my worst nightmare when you have this like scalding boiling jelly which i'm already not a a jelly Mm -hmm. or a jam girl oh i am a jam girl or peach preserves or just a preserves as a A whole preserves are a little bit better for me but the the gelatinous texture paired with the um coin like sweetness those are not my vibes but i liked when it's like a chunky uh more like cinnamony spiced kind of like peach or apple preserves in that sense i can do yeah that's that's an even if you think about jelly or any preserves, it's very easy to make that at home. Like all you have to do is put some fruit in a pan with a little bit of sugar and a squeeze of lemon, and it's ready in a few seconds. But yeah. somebody was like, you know, we're gonna bottle this up, and it's great. I used to make peach preserves with my grandmother. We'd sit oh, and can so peaches like we, yeah, that was what so an much icon. Fun. Mm-hmm. Different grandmother. I, wh- but whoever, both of them your are entire icons, yeah. family. Every day I learn new things. <laughs> <laughs> Mots, I, I don't even know if I responded to that text, but I read it you to Mott. We are both dying. And then he, of course, had to go, well, you know, I met Hillary Clinton. I go, of course, babe. I know. I tell everybody the story. She made you fruit salad. I, um, on that note, uh, my dad sent me a, a note of people that were one away from that person uh 
And it's a whole thick list that he has compiled. A pamphlet. <laughs> but also, in this thing, he, he just drops this that I had no idea about. And he goes, And you know, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. officiated your great uncle Samuel's wedding. There were frat brothers at Morehouse. No, I did not know this. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at 
incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. All right, writer number one versus husband who didn't want to have sex after watching Vanderpump Rules. 39% said the writer is wrong. 61% said the husband is wrong. We did have some people write in about this one saying, I only think the husband is wrong in this situation because he brought up the issue during a vulnerable time. He should have handled it better, though I do understand where he's coming from. Uh, someone said, this feels bad. Not sure anyone is wrong here. So it's a tough situation. Um, and someone said, I understand what Megan was saying about sometimes it sticks with you and may affect your mood, which may make you not want to have sex. On the other hand, I don't think the writer's wrong to be hurt by him not wanting to and feeling judged. I'm kind of middle in this one. I think you said that, not me. I did. Yeah. A lot of times people write in and say that Megan said something and it was actually me. And I take that personally. Yeah, give her the credit. <laughs> Uh, and then husband may be wrong in how we communicate to the writer, but as a novice housewives watcher, I completely get how you can watch some mad shit and not even realize until afterwards that it stressed you out slash made you hyper aware of how problematic many of the casts of reality TV are. And that's where I was on it. 
because yeah, I you know I was I was deep in it until I couldn't be anymore because it just was not good for my mental health. Very valid. Yeah, and someone said, not wrong for not wanting to have sex, but wrong how he handled the situation. Writer number two versus boyfriend who didn't post a writer on their birthday. 30% said the writer is wrong. 70% said the boyfriend is wrong. And someone said, they've been dating less than a year, so posting about birthdays probably hadn't come up as of yet. So shrug, raise it with him for the future, and if he still doesn't do it, then he's wrong. I agree, probably posted the other people, cousin, et cetera, because he wasn't seeing them on the day itself. Mm. And then someone else said... Um, only because he posts other people and literally did his friend the day after. So I'd just be wondering, like, why? I think if you're seeing the person on or around the day, I don't see a point in also posting an Instagram story about it. I will note that I do not care about this type of thing at all, so I don't think I've ever posted a birthday message on Instagram. Normally I DM or text people, so I'm probably the wrong audience for this one. Which I think is another, like, it's, it, it, it's a divisive, mm-hmm. divisive non-serious like low stakes kind of thing. Like some people are, doesn't always have to mean something. And then we've got wrong of the week, hot pocket booty shooter. Uh, 98% says the booty sh- shooter is wrong. 2% said the booty shooter is not wrong. And I'm guessing those people are probably hangry, you know? Well, someone said, I obviously know this guy is wrong, but I want to know what flavor. I don't condone <laughs> violence, but I'd cut a man in protection over a ham and cheese hot pocket. I just... Would the also, pizza ones are delicious. I've heard that those those were a popular one. My friend Jake like lived on Hot Pockets. Um, I would like to know where this photo of him was taken because the background is giving me jail. The smile is giving <laughs> That's me. That's what I was saying. Not I, jail. I I mentioned it in the uh, in the episode. I was like, he looks delighted with himself. Maybe he had a meal. Yeah, he doesn't look like a man crippled with regret. He no. doesn't look like he is weighed down by the consequence of his actions. So I would just like to know, like, was this before or after? I believe this is his booking photo. I know. But like... I think they gave him a hot pocket. They were like... We can't deal with this man. No, we don't know what will right pop now. off. So we have if to they, feed if, him. If, over a hot pocket, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a lot. The stakes are a little bit higher in here, so let's let's make sure we're setting we're we're starting off on a good foot. Yeah, which you know, presidents always like to do. <laughs> <laughs> so that we have my. If wrong, it's a white man, that that, that is true. It makes it makes the the chances a little higher. Mm-hmm. Then we have my wrong of the week. I nominated the teachers off duty podcast. Ninety seven percent said they are wrong. Three percent said they're not wrong. Five whole votes. <laughs> would like to know if whether that's an accident or you know the I, I think that like there's some teachers who had a lot of feelings about this and um you know it's it, I would never compare it to like a not all cops situation because like the foundation and principles of teachers are not you know it, it's not a corrupt um wasn't founded and created for a corrupt reason unless I and I could be completely mistaken. Um, and I think that you can be a good teacher. But yeah, the ignoring or pretending that just the, the bad ones don't speak for everyone. That's obviously true. But the bad ones, you have to, can't just ignore it. 
So someone said, I voted wrong, but I did want to give my own input on this. I'm currently a teacher in New York, and I'm struggling to make the decision if I want to return to the field after getting my master's degree. Listening to what they stated makes me think of all the current teachers in the field that are burnt out and bitter and just critiquing the job and losing interest in teaching future students. Hearing the Teachers Off-Duty podcast makes me not want to return to the field because I'm afraid of returning to a toxic work environment. So I don't, like, disagree with that, but um, I just, like, ableism is not a like a side effect of being burnt out like it's like a totally separate thing like it's not a consequence it's not like it's not a result of anything other than ignorance and bigotry which are uh not like (laughs) throwaway kind of inconsequential things like they're it's bad like it's 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 bad and i don't think that teachers can plead ignorance to something that they're making fun of and acting like they know better than, you know, parents about it. Like it's something that like you actually have to know about this. Like, and you're the reason why you're making fun of students with IEPs is because you're saying they hardly qualify. So it's not like, Oh, I don't know about it. It's like, yeah, you don't have personal, like you think you have more personal experience that makes you a authority figure on discussing this. And so I, I can see that like, yeah, I wouldn't want to work with teachers like that. And I think there are a lot of good teachers who don't want to work with shitty ones because the shitty ones, you know, tend to be a little bit, get along better with the admin because they have like the same MO um, and they make it a hard work environment for other people. But I still, that doesn't make them any less wrong. As a social worker and former teacher, this clip fucking infuriates me. Most of my clients have IEPs or 504 plans, and something I hear from them constantly is that they're afraid to approach their teachers. I've had clients opt to fail classes rather than speak to their teachers about how they can raise their grades because they don't want to be met with ridicule and disregarded as they've experienced with past teachers. If you can't handle working with neurodiverse children, teaching is not for you. And another, they're so wrong. As a therapist, I get... I get using dark humor to cope and sometimes clients and students are frustrating, but there's a massive difference between that and people and being derogatory about the people and children you're in charge, you're in charge of caring for unacceptable. I wholeheartedly agree with that one as well. You can use dark humor when it is something that only pertains to you, but Mm -hmm. you cannot use dark humor on behalf of someone else or dark humor in a circumstance and situation that involves someone else in in that way, specifically someone who uh, you're, you have power over and you have an authority over and they're not there. Like, it's just, that's not your trauma. That's their trauma. And if it is your trauma, that's for a therapist, not a podcast. Um, and where's this one? Uh, I'm glad you brought up this one. I'm a teacher and this whole thing was appalling. First of all, quote unquote, barely qualifying for an IEP is simply not a thing. As teachers, we're supposed to be advocating for our students in order to make learning accessible to all. If you need an IEP, there's a reason you're even going through that process to begin with. So her comment irked me and she either needs to work with IEP students or be properly trained or something. Now that man, um, what the fuck? His comments were especially disgusting. He's just an absolute ash that should not be allowed to work with kids and that comment showed his true colors of how he thinks of his students. There's really no excuse for that. Teaching is a very tough job and some people are just not meant for it. It's okay to vent to be mad at the system in general. I even understand general ed teachers like myself being frustrated with their IEP caseload. Like if the IEP students aren't clustered in the classes in a way that's best for the students. Teachers have so many expectations placed on them and having a lot of students with IEPs means more duties such as extra meetings and clashing schedules. In a good school with a good school system and team in place, teachers should be able to support these students in a way they need, but unfortunately, not not all schools are ideal in this way. But again, the frustration should never be on the students themselves. That's a conversation, something needs to happen. If it's gonna be productive, 
and an actionable thing and like this is what I need and this is the help I need like do a podcast on like how to ask your admin for help like how or like these are the case like this is the number of students I have with IEPs that's more helpful like, all of those sort of things like you're just bitching about it and you're not changing anything and if you can't change anything like okay but you don't bitch about that publicly or privately <laughs> I think like it's <laughs> just not the kids faults uh, read the most recent episode of But Am I Wrong About the Teachers? I think everything you guys said was spot on. I'm not a teacher myself, but my fiance is. This past year was her first year teaching, and she was a special education teacher for second and third graders. It was a rough year, but only because her ad administration refused to give her any assistance or guidance. She had kids physically assault her and insult her, but she never once said a bad thing about any of her students. She always talked about how she could do better to assist them and work on their goals. However, the gen ed teachers were always the ones she caught bad-mouthing the students. My fiance would come home and tell me how those teachers would call students stupid and other things like that. And we were like, that is an eight-year-old kid you're talking about. Like, why do you have so much beef with a child? There's absolutely people who need to leave teaching and it's so if it's so difficult for them to treat students with respect. For my fiance, she doesn't feel supported by her admin, so she has left that school because it was the right decision for her. But I know she's worried for the kids she's leaving behind. I know those teachers on the podcast won't get fired or face any real-life consequences, but God, do I wish they would. It makes me so sad and angry that people don't value students with IEPs the same as students without. Oftentimes, those students are smart. They just require accommodations to help them focus or slow down when taking a test. My fiance had multiple students who would just write down answers in order to be done with the test. But if a test was given orally, then they would ace it. Even if they don't do well academically, there's still people and it frustrates me that adults view them as lesser because of their disability. Yep, 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 yep. I agree with all of that. And a burnt out teacher is also not a, a good teacher. So like, I don't think that teachers should stay to protect themselves, like protect no. students for the responsibility at all. Like, that's not what I'm advocating for. It's like, okay, well, if you want, no, no, I think any teacher who wants to leave and has the ability to leave should not feel guilt or remorse on leaving like at, at, at all. You can, it's the same thing as like parenting. Like if you don't take time for yourself, like, you children absorb that and they they can feel that and they can understand that and no it's none of that you have to put on your own you know put on your own mask before assisting others small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com 
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Okay, so now we're going to do a little experiment. So uh, Role play. <laughs> role play, if you will, but as ourselves, but not really. The computer versions of ourselves. Uh, so I, just for funsies, have been putting in the description, like putting for the last two episodes of See You Next Tuesday, using the description that BART, which is Google's AI whatever thing is b-a-r-t b-a-r-d and it's by invitation only at this point but um but that was an acronym and i was like no it might be no for by invitation only and i was oh got it got it got it can't spell um but (laughs) but so i uh put in a prompt and and i want to put in the uh disclaimer that this show was not WGA at all. Nor we is it clearly SAG. or nor is it SAG. And clearly we're not writing anything for the show. We just kind of talk out the side of our necks. Uh, and so I put in just a prompt that said, write an episode of, but am I wrong? I also did one for don't blame me. So if you want to hear that one, listen to see you next Tuesday, that's coming up. And so I hadn't put in our names or anything, and it just automatically generated this work. I wouldn't call it a work of art. It's just work. I think that's a fair assessment. (laughs) So without further ado, we are going to be doing a dramatic reading Mm -hmm. of what AI thinks an episode of this podcast is. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to But Am I Wrong? I'm your host, Megan Ranks. And today I'm joined by, by my co-host, Melissa Mons. Hi, everyone. It's great to be here. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about a listener question. This week, we have a listener who is wondering if they are wrong to ghost their Tinder date. Uh, 
ghosting is never fun, but I think it's especially hard to do when it comes to Tinder dates. You're not really sure what to expect and you don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Oh my God. They completely misread our entire take on ghosting. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Exactly. And I think that's why a lot of people just ghost instead of having an honest conversation. But I think it's important to be honest, even if it's hard. It's better to let someone down gently than to just disappear on them hard disagree and have hard disagreed <laughs> on this podcast before ai do better do better i agree no, no. and i think the listener in this case did the right thing by ghosting their tinder date they didn't okay i you know what it's, a it's consistent i am a contradiction and she's a little wishy-washy and i think the listener in this case did the right thing by ghosting their tinder date they didn't feel a connection and they didn't want to lead the other person on I think that's a good way to look at it. It is important to be honest with yourself and with others, even if it's not always easy. So that's our take on ghosting. What do you think, listeners? Is it ever okay to ghost someone? Let us know in the comments down below. And that's a wrap on this episode of But Am I Wrong? Thanks for listening. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if like people who like are podcast haters like legitimately think that that's what a podcast is. Like you just type it into AI and it's half of a page. Oh my gosh. And you're that like, is... and that's it. You work five minutes a day. Uh-huh. Yep. They think it's so easy. Anyone can do it. Sadly, anyone can do it, but lot, not well. Sadly, anyone can do it. Anyone can have a podcast, and they do. Anyone has one. Mm-hmm. Anyone. Think I of just, a person, but not well. Podcast. But not well. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, oh, wow. That got me. Melissa, thank you for bringing that um, to us, especially in a time where you know there are higher ups bajillionaires telling us that your jobs are going to be taken by ai and to that mm-hmm. we say nay no it's not bitch nay <laughs> that is the most unsalted bland unseasoned <laughs> versions of us and but a c- complete contradiction it does not stand by our values at all no and uh I will say that's probably my favorite part about it because while they did not nail our, our cadence nor our vernacular, they did nail the fact that sometimes I'm a, I'm a pivot. <laughs> but I, but for ghosting, there's a there's kind no, of like, a, a firm stance on that one. Like that, if this was a pop quiz, that would be the throwaway fucking question for our listeners. Yeah. Like that's there of all of the topics we've had. I think it's probably the one we have like the most material on on the internet. Like. Mm-hmm. Which is why they talked about ghosting, but I'm like, but incorrectly. Uh-huh. But maybe they were like, there's no way. We have to be reading this wrong. There's no way. Like, everyone is so anti-ghosting. There's no way these girls are pro-ghosting. And I also feel like the the um, AI mixed up the shows, too. Because, oh, yeah, listener. Yeah, so, and the other one we oh, talked about, DCOMs, which should be more for, but am I wrong? But, and you guys can listen to that on See You Next Tuesday, so. Oh, my God, it's so fucking funny wow and just really inaccurate bad. yeah like google i love you but you're drunk i'm <laughs> <laughs> just not 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 so sharp but that's okay maybe you know what it is maybe google is a part of the wga and they're mm-hmm. like i'm not no, no, no. This is this was supposed to be a fun little thing a little doodah for for us civilians but no 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 Bob Iger <laughs> took it too far. You cannot, you cannot use me. Where's my writing credit? Oh God. 
So good. Do they do so citations, good. by the way, in that? Uh, maybe. I haven't done enough. I, I would implore y'all to go read the last two episodes, the descriptions for See You Next Tuesday, especially the one from two weeks ago. What did it do? It's not in our language, in the way that we speak at all. It's very detailed with articles. What? Wait. <laughs> about Wait, two we weeks ago, about. which episode? Which podcast, I mean? See You Next Tuesday. Okay. I haven't, I've only done it on See You Next Tuesday because it's the only one that it works for. It can't, it doesn't really work oh, for the other Oh, ones. okay. Um, oh my God, the, the decom one. Yes, Melissa, this is, Megan is a big fan of decoms. She says they always make her feel better, no matter what she's going through. She especially loves the confessions of a teenage drama queen. She thinks it's hilarious and relatable. She says she can relate to Lola's struggle to fit in and her dreams of becoming a famous actress. Melissa had an eventful week. She had a big interview for a dream job. We are so excited for Melissa. We know she will do great in her new job. Good job, Melissa. <laughs> ah, what the fuck? This is so funny. I'm dying oh my god did you do it for the logan paul one uh, yeah yep. you did the same thing yeah confused by the title well megan actually said it in this episode of see you next tuesday megan and melissa kick off the episode with gluten-free food racks they recommend some frozen foods from their favorite grocery store sprouts next they discuss what they're watching megan has been binging binging night agent and melissa is obsessed with queen charlotte melissa is looking forward to taking megan to see the little mermaid so melissa can watch it a second time finally they talk about hustling versus grinding they discuss the difference between two terms and they finally and they share their shots on their thoughts on which approach is more effective oh my god and then there's all of those links wait I, Martha, this is fucking hilarious. I absolutely love it. Thank you for bringing this to us. You're welcome. And I'm mad that this shows that no one reads the descriptions because, oh, they've been giving me a good laugh by myself. I now, I'm going to be checking back every week <laughs> for those. Wow. And this week, they'll be, it'll be like talking so about meta. itself. So it'll be even better. It'll be like, oh no, the con is coming from inside the house. Wow. <sighs> um, okay. Obsessed. Love it. Thank you. We hope you all enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to vote for yesterday's episode, hopefully out today. If not, it'll be up before Monday. Um, and yeah, we will Hope you enjoyed getting Hope fisted. you have a good weekend. <laughs> Here, there you go. You enjoyed getting fisted, and we'll see you on Monday for a brand new episode of Don't Blame Me.